Hey guys, how's it going? Matt from Foul Ball Productions here. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope that you're doing well. I'm doing phenomenally. Thank you very much. I'd like to welcome you, all of you, and this massive audience I have cultivated over these nearly two years here on YouTube, all of you to the first episode of the MFR podcast. See, I used to do a show with the one, the only, Vigilante Williamson, but unfortunately... We lost a soldier. We lost a soldier. Another another good man down to the woke mob. They got him. They canceled him. They uh, said, sir, you are far too black to have these opinions, and we just can't have that, and we have to get rid of you. And they took him down, and I mourn his loss. But I will crusade to stand up for the right of people to say and think whatever they want. All right, that didn't happen. Vidge did not get canceled. Vidge uh, self-canceled. Not self-deleted. He's still here. He's with us. He's just no longer on YouTube. So I lost my partner in culture crime fighting. It's a sad thing. It's a sad day. Even though it's been over a week, it's still sad. still makes me sad. Uh, He's not leaving the... Oh, there must be an echo for the past minute because I don't have my... Oh, I didn't have the headphones plugged in there. I hope there wasn't an echo, folks. Now the headphones are plugged in. Now I'm a professional broadcaster. Kicking this show off. Great. Elegant. Smooth. <laughs> uh, it is sad. So, yeah, Vidge is no longer, at least for the time being, not doing YouTube. But I am. And in lieu of that, I have started the MFR podcast, which is actually the first thing I ever did that was broadcasty. A long time ago. Ten years ago, probably. I had a show nine, ten years ago. I did it. I released it on Vimeo, which was really smart. That's where all the people go to see podcasts. Vimeo! Brilliant, Matt. Now you're thinking. I think I did end up releasing it on multiple platforms, but it did start on Vimeo, which is stupid. Uh, first episode, though, got like a thousand views out of nowhere. I don't know how it happened. I, don't, I feel like it must have been some just sort of like broken algorithm or some you know, something happened because it didn't make any sense. Um... And I did that for a little while and then burnt out and walked away from it. Now I'm picking it back up again because the name is just so clever. Matt Fowler, the MF for podcast. I mean, it's right there. It's a juicy, juicy fruit just waiting to be plucked off the tree. And if you know anything about this show or this channel, uh, you'll know the MF for Cocktail Lounge has been a thing for quite a while now. We're in like 65 episodes or something like that every Friday night streaming show. Uh, lots of debauchery, drinking, cursing, misogyny, lots of misogyny, and it's really toxic. Uh, so this is my new thing. This is my new show. You can catch it anywhere you can catch podcasts, uh, Spotify, Apple, Google, all that good stuff. There is no Patreon. Eh, to all my all the loyal patrons. We did have a Patreon for Culture Crime Fighters, mostly because uh, Mr. Vigilante liked, I think he felt the comfort of the paywall would allow him to sort of say things about his personal life or himself. We call it the culture crime fighters, secret identities. Um, but sadly that is no longer with us as well. I think we're keeping it up for like another four days, five days, and then it's gone. Then it's gone. No more Patreon. No, no, that, that big Patreon paycheck I was getting every month, just woo, crushing it with 10 subscribers or whatever it was. Uh, but it was fun. I always liked doing the Patreon. I really did. With Vidge. I think I'll probably make some of those uh, episodes public because they were really fun. I really had a blast doing those with Vigilante Williamson. So I will uh, probably put them up just for, for funsies, for uh, posterity, obviously, with his, uh, his uh, blessing. But yeah, this is the new operation the MF for Podcast. Weekly. Don't know what day yet. This is going to be coming out Friday. It's Thursday evening now, Friday morning. I'll release this. Um, and I don't know. I'd like to keep it on Wednesdays, but then I'd have to record it, I guess, during the day on Wednesday and release it at night. I got, I could do that, I guess. That's really not that much of a stretch. I know you don't care until the product is released, so I'm not just going to have a production meeting with you. That's ridiculous. It's a waste of time. It's boring. It's boring. You don't want to be bored. You want to be entertained. And There's so many options, and you're here listening to me, so I thank you very much. Let's start with my haircut. <laughs> ah, fascinating stuff. I went and got a haircut today. Same guy as we cut my hair. For a little while now. I used to have a mohawk, and he would cut it up. 
uh, and I swear the thing tapered off to the right. I swear it was not a straight line. And he said it was. Hey, look who it is. It's Luke. It's Luke. Oh, we're going to get to him in a little bit. Oh, we've got some Luke stories. Riveting. Riveting. But here's Luke. Hi, buddy. Um, so he's like, he does a pretty good job. You know, last haircut I got, it was the first like real like lengthy haircut I've had in years because the pandemic made me shave my head and then I just kept it. Uh, but now I have hair. And so I went to uh, to my buddy here in Austin. And this guy, listen, I might edit out the name of the of the barber studio because it's like it's the weirdest barber shop studio hair thing I've ever been in in my life. Now, I don't know how about you guys, but I'm used to conversation. Typically, when you're getting your haircut, you sit and talk with your barber or stylist or whoever's doing it, right? Because they're touching the side of your head for like a half hour, 45 minutes, right? So you talk back and forth. You get to know each other. You have like a rapport, like a relationship. It's not that weird. Not at this barbershop. Not at this one. And this one, we sit in utter silence for 45 minutes. It's ridiculous. And you can't. Like, they do have a TV on, and they had Paulie D and Vinny from the Jersey Shore were on. They would have some dating show with just, like, an army of thoughts. <laughs> just a, a gaggle of whores. It's really funny. It's just, like, all these just, you know, like, hot-ish chicks, you know? But they're just so much makeup or puffy lips or just cartoony features where you're like, I mean, I guess she's hot. She's definitely Pauly D hot for sure. Uh, but that was on, so I'm trying to watch that. There's no volume, mind you. There's subtitles. But then, you know, he's, he's got to move your head while he does this. So now you're just looking at the floor. No conversation. Utter silence. 45 straight minutes. Could be the most uncomfortable haircut experience of my life. Um, and he did a he did a good job the last time, even though the crushing awkwardness of just sitting there in silence. for It's weird. At one point, like, I forget he's there, Right. Because you're so, he, even though he, he's there, like, I forget there's a human being standing next to me. I don't know how that doesn't make you incredibly uncomfortable. It makes me want to scream. I can't do it. I can't do it. I hate it. When I, I, I've been a bartender for a very long time. And if I'm making a drink for someone and they're just standing there watching me do it, I'm like, I will address it. I'll be like, hey, hey, I can't just, you can't just watch me. We have to talk. We have to have a conversation. Talk amongst yourselves. Walk away. Come back. I don't care. But I can't just stare at me do this. It's like my hands start shaking. It's so uncomfortable. So I don't know how he does it, but so today he cut my hair and he did, I guess, okay, right? But he kind of, the thing is my head, I kind of have like a, a jaw, jawline that if you cut it kind of weird, like not, if, if you don't intentionally not do this, I, it makes me look like a cop. And I think I look very special forces today. Very uh, SWAT team guy. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't think it's a good look, dude. It's not a good look to be a straight white 30-something-year-old male who looks like a cop if you're not a cop. Not a good look, especially not in a progressive city like Austin. It's just you don't – you're like a target. People are like, oh, God. You might as well be wearing a MAGA hat. You might as well be wearing a MAGA hat. Not that there's anything wrong with wearing MAGA hats. I just personally don't want that smoke with strangers. <laughs> I'll debate politics with you. I'll tell you why I voted for Trump in 2020. That's right, I did. Suck on it, soy boys. Uh, <laughs> um, but, uh, but I don't want to do it all day long. I hate people that do that. People who have got like their politics on their shirt. I don't care if I even agree with it. First of all, you're forcing me to engage with your politics in, a, in an environment in which I don't control, right? I don't want to do that. I don't want to, you know, liberal tears or something, some, something corny, some corny conservative slogan. Or there was a guy, I remember, uh, when I lived in LA, this fucking Douchebag. Just had had he had a big puffy chest, right? And across his chest, just one word said atheist. It's like, ugh. What a self-important douche. And I kind of like asked him about it without being too antagonistic because I was at work. Even if, if I wasn't, I probably would have mocked him to his face, big chest or not. Um but he's like, oh, you're religious people. Who's have the crosses? I was, ooh, buddy, you are fight. You are a counterculture warrior. Look at you, bud. You're gonna put those Christians and those Jews, those Muslims, right in their place. You probably don't care about the other two, do you? It's probably just the Christians because you're a fucking predictable douche with your atheist shirt. What a boring, boring person. So people that do that all the time, I don't know. I find that so. Ugh. 
You're, you're driving behind someone and saying, hugs, not guns. It's like, I wish I had a gun right now, you pretentious tool bag. I forgot exactly. Oh, right, the haircut. That's where I got from this. Yeah, it looks like a, it's like a, a living, organic, you're definitely not a fucking AOC supporting liberal, which I am certainly not. But um, like I said, I don't want to advertise it everywhere. So I don't know. I was just thinking about that whole haircut situation and just like I can't, I just can't, I don't know. And when you get a bad haircut, right, like don't you feel kind of bad? Don't you feel kind of guilty, right, like when they do it? Like it's your fault that they did a bad job on your haircut? Right? Like, and they're just like, you like it? Because I told him, I was like, ah, it looks a little boxy. Is there any way to kind of like, you know, blend it or so it doesn't look so thing? And then like, he was like, all right. You know, like, kind of like, I mean, all right, if you don't like it, kind of like, like, it was just like, ah. And so then you feel kind of awkward. You're like, ah, you want to be like, it's okay, but it's not okay. It's not okay. I don't want to look like I, I run SWAT team courses, okay? I don't want to look like that. I don't think it's a good look. It's not, it's not what I want. Uh, and then like they, he does it and it still kind of looks the same and you just like feel the pressure to be like, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, it looks good. No, you did a great job. Thanks. You know, like I already tipped you, so I can't even under tip you now. Great. And it's so awkward. Haircuts are weird. I was thinking about that. I was like, how long in the human history have we been sitting in a, in a chair, right? Where someone else cuts our hair. Has it been like a hundred years, 200 years, 2000 years? Like, what's the origin of barbers? How long have they been around? It's an interesting little facet of society. So that's my riveting haircut tale. I hope you liked it. That's the type of things you're going to get here on this podcast, man. My personal life, grooming habits, and the follies therein. (laughs) So interesting. Don't leave. Don't leave. I have Luke's story. Luke has fleas. Luke has fleas. And it's my fault. It's my fault. Because I've been letting him out more because he's a restless little floof ball, right? He likes to go out because he's bored. I get it. If I lived inside this apartment all day long and that's all I had, I'd just like look at the window and be like, oh, it sure looks like there's some fun stuff going on out there. Guess I'll go sleep for eight hours. <laughs> like I could understand being a little bored. So, you know, I like my cat. I love my cat. I want him to be happy. So I let him out every once in a while. I let him out the... On the patio there, which is not very big. It's just a little concrete patio. And there are uh, metal bars, um, but they're a little narrow. And he's a little not narrow. He's a big boy. And so he can't fit through the uh, can't fit through the, <laughs> the bars. And, he, and one time he, he did, and he, he got stuck and, like, freaked out and, you know, pulled back and didn't try that again. So now I let him out. But I didn't. What I didn't do was put a flea collar on him. I forgot about fleas. Got all about him. My cat back in L.A., Ripley, God rest her soul. Uh, she had fleas. And I forgot what a pain in the ass. Fleas are gross. Humans can't catch fleas, but humans will deal with fleas. First of all, they'll jump from your cat onto you, so you feel these little itchies. And then because he has fleas, I'm thinking about it all the time. I have, like, this paranoia about it. Like, is this uh, – are, are there fleas on me now? Is that that or is that my hair? And it's like, oh, sometimes it's just cat hair. Sometimes it's a living animal, living creature. It's gross. Also – it leaves it leaves like this dirt, this gritty dirt on surfaces. See, I just felt it right now. I just felt something in my head, and I swear I thought, is that a flea? Is that my hair just moving? I don't know what it is. Very very paranoid about it right now. Uh, and it leaves this dirt on everything, this gritty, nasty. And apparently, it is. It's just flea shit. It's flea filth, and he just leaves it all over. It's not his fault, you know. It's not his fault, but I'm dealing with it. I'm dealing with it. So I put a flea collar on him, which is supposed to work, but apparently that takes a little bit longer. So now I got to buy a medication. And also, like, it's torturing the poor guy. He's, you know, all day doing that little flicky thing where he just tries to shake it off, but he can't. Also, I got to get him tapeworm medication because if you eat one of those fleas, they have a parasite in their, in their stomach that then grows inside of his stomach and just feeds on his food. That's not good. It's a whole debacle. A whole flea situation. It's a real pain in the ass, and it's gross, and it's gross. The bu- I'll tell you what. Texas, I like it here. It's been over a year. I'm happy. I'm content. I think I made the right decision leaving Los Angeles. 
watching the offer recently on Paramount Plus has kind of rekindled like a desire to be in the film and entertainment industry. It's a small flame. It's more of a spark. But uh, I did kind of like, oh, maybe if I stuck around, if I sat, if I stuck it out, I absolutely should not have. I'm very happy with my decision. The one thing about Texas that they really don't advertise, at least Austin. I don't know how the whole rest of Texas is, but I know how Austin is. Kind of a lot of bugs. Sort of a lot of bugs. Fruit flies are pretty powerful. House flies. Roaches. Not that I have consistent roaches, but I see them once in a while. One makes its way under the door. Some big fuck-ugly cockroach. I found a snake. Granted, it was a small snake, but I did find it. In fact, it was so small, I didn't even know these things existed. It looks like a worm, but it's moving like a snake. It's the weirdest thing I ever saw. And I was just like, that's not... I was about to crush it, and I'm like, that's not a... It's not a worm. It's a, and it has scales, and it's a little snake. Apparently, they eat, like, insect eggs, and they're really good for gardens or whatever. So I did the humane thing. I cut its head off and put it on a spike for all the other snakes to get a message. That's right. We kill snakes in this house. No, I didn't. I did I did the uh, the girl thing, like when the you, know, you find the spider, and you put it in the jar, and you throw it outside. That's what I did with the snake. I felt bad. I felt bad. I didn't want to kill the snake. It felt like a higher life form than a, than a worm. Because it's not an insect, right? It actually is an animal. So I didn't want to kill it. don't like killing animals. It doesn't make me feel good. I killed a bird with a BB gun when I was a kid, and I, I fucking felt horrible. felt horrible. Every time I go fishing and I have to gut a fish alive. Oh, oh God. My dad lives down the shore in Jersey, and he has a, a, a dock. On his in his backyard, so it's just all these rocks, and then it goes to a a dock, and there's like a little like the like a kind of like a roadway of water where all the people take their boats, and it goes out to the bay, and so on and so forth. So, what what you do, you know, you often you crab off the off the dock, right? Well, I didn't have any bait, and I wanted to crab because crabs are delicious, and I like the I think that's fun. See, I don't mind killing crabs because they feel like insects to me. Uh, it doesn't even though it's higher life form, they still feel like big bugs. I don't care. Doesn't bother me to kill a crab. Crustaceans, go fuck yourself. That's what I say. Uh, and uh, I didn't have any bait. But what I did have was a little, I think it was like a small tuna or, a, no, it was a bluefish, a small bluefish that was in the trap, got stuck in the trap. So I was just like, boom, bait. So I cut its head off, put it in the trap, put the body in the trap, and then came back to the bait cutting station, and the head was going, boop, boop. And I was like, ah, and like freaked out and just like flicked it into the, into the ocean in horror. It was very disturbing. Very disturbing. And I was, like, I was like, oh, my God. Like it's decapitated head just sitting there like watching me walk away with its body and lower it into the ocean. And still just like, ah, kill me. Ah, kill me. Oh, unpleasant. Not a fan of animal murder. Makes me feel ooky. And I'm definitely not a fan of being a vegetarian or a vegan either. So you find yourself in this kind of like quandary, this conundrum. What do you do? What do you do? You don't like the idea that animals get killed. I wouldn't want to kill this guy and eat his flesh. That's horrifying. No, no, no. And it's like, well, Matt, a cattle, a sheep, you know, whatever. Who cares? They're not your pets. It's like, yeah, but they don't want to die either. They're not just like marching towards the slaughterhouse. Like, hey, this is great. End of life coming in. Going to cut my body hang it upside down, drain all my blood out, and then take apart every piece and feed it to fat people in Nebraska. That doesn't sound like that's how you'd want your life to go. No, no, I wouldn't want that. Like I said, I don't want to be a vegetarian. I don't want to be vegan either. So what is a man to do? Well, I honestly say thank you. If I'm feeling particularly guilty, I say thank you to the animal. I know that might seem a little gay, but it makes me feel better. Makes me feel better. Makes me feel like there are sacrifice. I'm acknowledging it. Thank you for giving me your life so that I could sustain mine. I appreciate you, animal, whatever nondescript animal it was. I did that last night while I was eating a steak. I felt I felt bad. And it kind of gives me peace. I don't know if it's just in my head or if it's a real thing or whatever, but it makes me feel better. You should try it.
if you're feeling guilty, I don't know. I don't. I just don't know. Some people, I guess, are just comfortable with that exchange. For me, I just feel guilty. I do feel bad sometimes. Not all the time. Just once in a while, it creeps in. So if you're at home and you're eating your burrito and you're looking at that burrito and you're like, what if my dog was in that burrito? How would I feel? And I bet you say to yourself, I'd feel pretty bad. Well, I'd say to your burrito, I'd look your burrito square in the eye, right at the burrito, and you say, burrito, thank you. Thank you for your sacrifice. You're delicious in your pico de gallo, in your guacamole. If you're, you know, doing well in life, you could spring for guacamole. Uh, and you, uh, I appreciate you, your salsa verde drippings. Thank you, burrito. Anyway, fans of the expanse may be excited. I was mildly interested. I guess apparently today. This I will actually share. This I will actually share with you if you're watching here on YouTube. See, there's a visual element. If you're just listening on the podcast, if you're just listening on, over the airways, you can't see. There's a whole visual thing going on here. You've got, you know, the visual reference of my haircut. I mean, God, if that story couldn't get better, now you can actually see along with it. And you get to see the cat that I'm talking about. And what I've just shared is apparently fans of the expense may care that today is happy international screaming firehawks day. You can celebrate being part of this community any day you wish. Well, I thank you expanse geeks for giving me permission on when I can and can't celebrate things. People who do that drive me crazy. I was at the gym earlier today and I was asking a guy if he was done with a cable. And I had to adjust it for the thing that I was doing. And he goes, you can use it. Now, that wasn't what I asked. I didn't ask if I could use it. I know I can use it because it's a public gym, dickhead. I was trying to be polite. I was being courteous with this exchange. And then you gave me an answer that didn't make any fucking sense. I can use it. First of all, I don't need your permission. Thank you. Shove that permission right up your ass. I don't need it. Uh... But that also confused me because then I was like, wait a minute. Is he saying like I can work in with him? Is it okay if I adjust? It's like this awkward thing. If I ask you if you're done, there's only two answers. Yes or no. Answer the question appropriately. Dingus. I don't like this guy actually. I see him at the gym all the time. Every time I talk to him, he's super nice, but he does things that drive me crazy. He sings. At the gym! In a public place, he sings. What are you doing? It's so aggravating. He's not singing at the gym. I sing this song. And I don't have any personal awareness or respect of other people in public spaces. And it's like, I always have headphones on and I could still hear through whatever audiobook or podcast I'm listening to this dipshit singing. Hey, hey, hey. If you're out there and you're a person who likes singing in public while other people can't hear your music, you're a fucking dick. Cut the shit. Stop doing it. I hate when people perform in public. It drives me crazy. It's just like, oh, look at me. And you're, you're being annoying. I don't like it. Anywho. Anywho, back to the expanse. Back to the expanse. So it's Happy International Screaming Firehawks Day. Additionally, the Expanse Geeks is giving you permission to celebrate this community whatever you want, not just today. That was very generous of them. But the 26th of May was the day the, sh the show was saved, so hashtag the Expanse Geeks community will always hold this day special. Hashtag the Expanse Blue Heart Rocket Ship Kissy Face with the Heart. Didn't need the Kissy Face with the Heart, but hey. So I thought that was pretty fun. However... Now, I'm a, I'm a big fan of The Expanse. I'm currently on a on a on a rewatch. I'm uh, almost at the end of season three. Holden is in, he's in the the big sphere thing in the middle of the ring gate. Blah blah. If you don't know, skip to the next part, I guess. Um, but and so it's it's really entertaining and I like it. But you know, as much as I think it's a great thing what the fans did and how they but band together and they they flew that flag over amazon save the expanse hashtag save the expanse all that we get it oh, what did we get that was so great 
season four is fine, but it's kind of weird and inconsistent. And also, like, season three ends with the whole universe, literally, like a, a thousand of these portals to all over the, the, the who knows, the solar system, the, well, not the solar system, but the galaxy, other galaxies, uh, how far away, the other side of the universe, maybe alien races, who knows? What do we get? Oh, the belters and the inners don't like each other. It's like, yeah, man, I know. I saw the first three seasons. I was hoping maybe we would expand <laughs> this show. I thought we would expand the stakes and the scope. And they're like, no, no, no. The belters are on this planet. They're mining things. And the inners, they want it. It's like, this is this didn't have to happen on an alien planet. So, Whatever. That was fine. Season five straight up sucks. They fire Alex Kamal. Or they kill him off screen, essentially. The whole plot gets all mangled and gobbledygook. Girl power and fucking bullshit. Stupid character decisions. All of a sudden, smart characters are dumb. Dumb characters aren't even themselves anymore. And then season six is six episodes. It's just kind of like, yeah, all right. It was fine. A fun average six episodes. You know, it felt like this show, but six episodes to wrap up this huge, sprawling series. Not enough. Not enough, in my opinion. So they're like, you know, the Expanse geeks are celebrating this. And it's like, is that, are we, should we be celebrating? I mean, fine, I guess. It's not a bad thing, necessarily. But it's just kind of like, is it the kind of thing that we should all be, like, rallying behind? I don't know. Like, the, the results are not exactly as beautiful and lovely as I would have hoped for. But whatever. It's uh, Screaming Firehawks Day. Happy International Screaming Firehawks Day. And if you're a person who has not seen The Expanse, I really can't recommend it enough. I uh, have a friend. A friend. uh, Whom I'm getting into The Expanse episode by episode. And this person is uh, really enjoying it. Uh, and it's fun. It's fun to watch someone like watch the show for the first time. And like I'm rewatching it and just appreciating how brilliant and fun the show is and it really does take i think until like episode four or five for the show to really crystallize because it's such a well-adapted show that the first three episodes first four episodes three four episodes are really like the prologue and like that's how the book's laid out but it's like a 250 page novel or whatever you know you give that time in a tv show you kind of want to know what i'm watching and why like let's go let's get to the point uh, and they do they adapt it so accurately that for a first first few episodes you're like i don't know who i'm following or whose side i'm supposed to be on or why i'm watching or anything like that it's compelling but what is it and by i think episode 4 is when it all comes together, especially the end of that episode oh brilliant if you haven't seen it and then episode 5 for sure so if you haven't seen The Expanse, give it at least five episodes. It's a damn fine show. And then you too have the permission to celebrate this community anytime you wish. What a douchey. What a self-important thing to say. You can celebrate being part of this community any day you wish. Is that That's implied, man. There's zero reason to point that out. You do not have to say that. How about you just say people celebrate being part of it? Not you can, as if the Expanse Geeks has any... I covered this point, but it's so annoying. You do not give the permission for me to celebrate, sir. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tweet him that. I'm going to put it in the DMs. I'm going to be real, real mean about it. Just kidding. But the Expanse is great. The Expanse is great. Oh... Do I want to talk about woke stuff? Not really. I don't really want to talk about woke stuff. I don't know. I still have like a half hour to fill. I mean, a half hour of opportunity to entertain you. That's what I meant. Not a half hour to fill. A half hour to share joy and laughter and uh, have a blast. I don't know. This fucking... I'm looking at articles in the news and just everything's about this goddamn shooting in Texas. And it's so brutal. And I, I just, I don't know. I hate these things uh, for the obvious reasons, but not just for the obvious reasons. Like no one likes them, but it's the, it's the response and everybody being so predictable and digging in and, and fighting and using it to prove their point. And, oh, this is what needs to happen. And this is why this guy's an asshole. And it's just like, I, I really hate them. I hate them. I was listening to Jim and Sam, uh, Sirius XM broadcasting personalities. Love them. Love them. Um, but 
they were saying, you know, it's like, oh, the press, and they're b- blaming the New York Post for putting this guy, the guy's photo on the website. And I think he's right. There is there is something wrong with that. The FBI says don't do that. People do it. They keep going. There's like unprecedented numbers. It's crazy. It's really very scary. There's actually, talking about shooting, there was a shooting, I'll just say in my neighborhood. It wasn't directly in my neighborhood, but it was fucking near me. Apparently some guy got into a shootout with the cops with an automatic weapon. Whoa. Whoa. Pretty wild. And when I drove past, like, the crime scene, it looked like a TV show. There were, like, those little triangly things on the street, like 47, 48, you know, all the different bullets. I was like, this looks like a fucking war zone. It's crazy. So that happened near me, which kind of freaked me out considering this whole shooting thing because it's like these things are so abstract until they come close to home. And this one was pretty fucking close to home. Not that I think the only guy who died was the shooter. I honestly think these shooters, we're not going about it right. We're not going about it right. We should we should hire the best medical team in the country, right? The top surgeons, orthopedists, uh, internal medicine, all these people. We should hire the best, right? Have them on standby. And when we capture one of these pricks, everyone in the country gets a lead pipe and a whack. And then we take these brilliant surgeons and we keep them alive until all 350 million people get to pummel this piece of shit to death. And then we won't have any more of these shootings. If that's the price, these cocksuckers will just stop doing it. I know. Everyone's got their magic solution. Everyone's got the food. We always should do. Every psychologist in the country, should they should report to, you know, the government if someone might be... How do you... What are you talking about? We need Tom Cruise and his future crime clones. Those weird mutants with the... That's what we need. Other than that, I don't know what to do. We should be profiling these little cocksuckers, though. We should be. We should be putting together the profile. The FBI should be working on this. I hope that they are. And it should be widespread. And if you know one of these guys... Give him a noogie. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know what to do. But anyway, it's bummed me out. Jim and Sam are talking about it, and they're talking about how uh, you know, the press making these guys famous is contributing to it. And like I said, I think that they probably are. But also, I think, aren't just talking about it, doesn't that also make it a thing and everybody's talking about it? It's this big, horrifying thing that happens in the country. Like, that probably motivates these little twerps, too. This guy was a fucking twerp, too. Fucking little bitch, man. Little bitch. Someone should have just broken all his fingers one by one. Laughed at him. Sorry, I'm being so barbaric, but I hate this shit. Um, but I don't know. Is, is even having the conversation like I'm doing right now, isn't that kind of what this piece of shit wanted? Maybe we shouldn't even talk about it. I know that's an insane proposition. But if there's no coverage, then there's no motive. These little fucks want... Famous. They want to be famous. Instantaneous. They want to make an impact and be heard. Ugh. Get a microphone. Get on YouTube. And you too can have 1,700 subscribers. Maybe. No, probably not because you're an uninteresting little fuck. Just take yourself out. Just take yourself out. Please. Spare the rest of us. Anyway. I was looking at all that. I was just looking at that. Like Just seeing these horrifying stories. And I just, you know, it's such a bummer. So I'm just trying to find topics to talk about today for this show. Oh, yeah, Ray Liotta died. That was sad. We lost Ray Liotta today, 67 years old. Years old. Uh, yeah, that's a shame. That's a shame. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and tell you I was the biggest Ray Liotta fan that's ever been. But, I mean, Goodfellas is one of the greatest movies ever made, hands down. Love that movie. If I, if it's, if I catch any part of it you kind of have to watch the whole thing great movie and you know he's great in it apparently i guess like as his life went on he was having some trouble i think he was uh known to be a drunk i don't know uh, i'm only speculating here conjecture rumor um but it you know it's sad it's that's kind of sad but i guess i understand maybe he was getting his life back together i don't know Let's talk about that. Let's talk about Ray Liotta because, you know, Ray Liotta deserves to be talked about. He was cool. I like Ray Liotta. Uh, the Goodfellas, 
the bad and the ugly. Inside the wi inside wildlife of Ray Liotta, who was abandoned at birth. Wow. I guess don't let him tell you you can't make it in Hollywood if you're not born there, which I always say. He was abandoned at birth. Wow. Saw his adoptive mom die in his arms while filming gangster film that shot him to stardom. Oh, my God. And the scandals and arrests that dimmed him has dimmed his decades-long career. Well, you know what? I take it back. Shit, man. If he went through all that and he was only a drunk, he did fine. He did fine. Uh, tragic. Oh, he's in the Dominican Republic, and he, he I guess he died in his sleep. Shit. I mean, that's the only way I'm comfortable going out. That's it. That's. I just want to go to sleep and never wake up, and that'll be that. That is the only way I feel comfortable going dying. I don't want. I don't want the pain of death. No, 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 no. Just in my sleep, wake up dead. It's fine with me. Uh, who has a grand list of more than 120 acting credits? Wow, that's quite a few. Orphaned uh, his ex-wife, the star was able to find a reunite with his birth mother. Oh, and then he later found the meetup disappointing. Hmm. Adding, thank God I was adopted. Well, wow, that's that's got to be kind of intense. I actually have a friend uh, who found their adoptive parents, and it got weird. And she, you know that person stopped talking with them because it just got like weird. And she's like, "Yeah, I think it was the best thing for me that I didn't grow up in that household." I was like, "Okay, yeah, yeah." His adoptive mother died of cancer while he was holding her in his arms. Oh my god! Ugh. What a nightmare. While he was filming Goodfellas. I didn't know that. Man. Man, he was through a lot, huh? However, despite being played with tribulation in his, in his family life, the star flourished in his career, landing a huge array of roles throughout his decades-long profession, decades profession as an actor. It's okay. It's oddly put. From how having a crush on a cute girl inspired him to get into acting and how he prevailed despite his hardships, take a look back at his extraordinary life. Well, I'm not going to read this whole article, but if you want to, this is on the Daily Mail. It's pretty cool. I would definitely, if you're going to use the Daily Mail, use an ad blocker. Oh, my God, they love ads. Look at all this stuff. Oh, so much. Um, yeah, check this out, I suppose. Ray Liotta, R.I.P. R.I.P. Another fellow actor. Fallen. I count myself among him. No, I do not. No, I do not. Maybe I'll watch Goodfellas in honor of him. I'm trying to bang this bro, dear Henry. Yeah, help me out. You don't trust Italians in this day and age. I love Joe Pesci in that movie saying, like, he's she's prejudiced against Italians. You believe that? Meanwhile, like, at that very dinner, <laughs> when she says she could fall for Sammy Davis Jr., he's just like, oh, like, couldn't believe. And everybody at the table is like, oh, geez, you know, the way you say things. It's like, leave it alone. Like, the most racist, <laughs> like, racist point of view. And he's just like, can you believe she's prejudiced against Italians? I can't believe that. I just can't believe it. Pretty funny. Pretty funny. This is kind of interesting, sort of. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Spotify removes 36 episodes of the Joe Rogan Experience podcast citing, quote, technical issue. Dude, what is going on with Spotify and Joe Rogan? It's getting a little weird. Now, I watch Rogan still. I like Rogan. I don't watch every episode. I never really did. But I watched a, a, a lot of episodes, a lot of Rogan over the years. I like Rogan. Got me into Jordan Peterson. Um, got me into, uh, what's his name? Uh, what is his name? Weinstein. Brett Weinstein, badass. Him and his wife, very cool. Tried to listen to his podcast. He's not as entertaining without Joe. But still, he's a good dude. I like him. And I like what they've done. They've created this like intellectual... Wow, I can't believe I'm about to say this, but this intellectual dark web, but this like kind of renaissance of people with interesting perspectives, like speaking their mind, talking about topics that they're well-educated on, and a completely different perspective than you'd ever get from the mainstream media. You know, the liberal media, but the media is very liberal and it is very one-minded. It's boring as hell. Um... And these whole and like Rogan had a lot to do with these guys. I mean, him just doing it on his show, talking to in people he found interesting and launching them. I think Rogan's uh, responsible for a lot of good things that happened in this country and, and like you know in just the intellectual 
sphere, sphere. What do they call that? The uh, conversation ecosystem. I don't like that. I don't like that. But he's good. But however, in February, it was reported that he had personally asked for 113 episodes of his show to be removed. Now, I remember he said when he was going to Spotify, nothing was going to change. Literally nothing. It was just the platform. That's a pretty big change. 113 episodes? I haven't done 113 episodes of anything. No. Nothing. I mean, I've probably done 113 episodes total of things. If you combine the Culture Crime Fighters, the Cocktail Lounge, and you know, maybe my Expanse coverage, I guess just those two shows would be over 100. Still, that's a lot. That's a lot. I've been doing this two years. That's a long, that's a lot of episodes to just blink out of existence, uh, including featuring far-right commentators. That is, by the way, code for we don't like their opinions. That's all far-right means. Far-right doesn't mean anything to what it's supposed to mean. Far-right commentators such as Alex Jones. I don't really consider, I wouldn't say in the world of far-right, Alex Jones falls amongst them. Like, He's a conspiracy theorist for sure, but I feel like didn't he start off as kind of like a liberal? Like wasn't his whole thing like anti the Bush administration? To call him far right is just kind of it's just inaccurate, you know. And then and Milo Yiannopoulos, Milo Yiannopoulos, who you know is pretty controversial, but he was one of those first guys, man. He was out the gate saying the things you're not supposed to say. Plus, he was gay, a gay Republican. That just messes up the whole narrative. I love those guys, though. You know, like the black conservative, the female conservative. Not that I'm a conservative and they, they bore me at times, but I do like the idea of these people that do not fit the archetype and, and like the left being like, it, it, you're not supposed to be like this. It's supposed to be all this on the one side. But he took out 113 episodes. And now today, 36 episodes of the Rogan experience just they just disappear because a technical issue. Really? Sorry if I'm not buy, buying that Spotify. Does like sticky fingers just disappear? Oh, technical issue. Oh, Led Zeppelin 2. It's just not up. It'll it'll be up. Peter Frampton comes alive. No, no, it's just not there. It's a technical issue. Yeah, I don't I feel like that doesn't happen. I feel like Spotify just doesn't lose, you know, fucking Kanye's collection by accident. Oh, it'll be up. I don't I've never heard that happening once. And now there's a technical issue. 36 episodes of Rogan's show gone. 36. That's like a hundred hours, maybe more, of broadcasting just gone. Technical issue. Really? Maybe you should pay your IT team more. Because uh, I don't think that should be happening on a platform the, scale, the scope of yours. 36 episodes just blink out of existence for a little while. On the occasion, missing episodes have been explained away by a technical issue. Spotify is aware of this technical issue, and we're looking into it now, company, company representative told the LA Times. Uh, this is about his deal. Uh, earlier this month, podcaster was mocked. Oh, well, yeah, blah, blah, blah. I don't care. But I guess, I guess they don't say which episodes. There's comments, though. Are there? There's no comments? Oh, come on, independent. I had to sign up for this. There's not even a single comment on this. Maybe if I refresh it, because it's been up for a little while. Oh, there's that douchebag shooter. See? It's everywhere you go on the news. I don't like it. I don't like having to look at it. In fact, I'm taking it away. Taking it off the screen so you don't have to look at it either. It drives me crazy. Uh, comments. Nothing. No comments. I'm curious, though. Let's see if there's something on Twitter. Because I want to know what these episodes were. I want Because I'm sure, like, if you were in them, you would probably know your episode wasn't there. Right? You'd be like, hey, they took down my Rogan episode. What's that about? I'm looking. Let's see what's the latest on Twitter. On Twitter. I mean, oh, God, Joe Rogan's going to. It might come up once or twice. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't really say. It's just this article from uh, um, 
oh, is that 12 hours ago? Just this article from uh, from The Independent. There's I guess there's one up from The New York Post, too. Who's on them, though? That's what I want to know. They didn't – I love how these news outlets didn't do any research. Ah! Oh, okay. So New York Post says, latest batch seemed to have – been Houdinied at random as they featured a grab bag of guests, including Republican Texas Representative Dan Crenshaw, Tulsi, Post Malone, Everlast, Eddie Izzard, Brian Callen. Okay. I mean, Crenshaw's a Republican. Tulsi, I don't believe Tulsi's a Republican, by the way. I mean, a Democrat. I, th- I think she has like liberal things about her, but I think she's like one of, I don't know what they call them. They have like a name. There's always names for things in politics, but I think she's like one of those people who just like runs Democratic, but really is pretty based, pretty conservative, which I think is, you know, whatever. She's cool. I like Tulsi a lot. She's like the only one, the only candidate I think is fucking worth going to uh, the White House, you know, the woke house. That's what I call it. I call it the woke house because it's woke. Everything's woke about it. The woke house. Boomer. Right wing and boomer mean boomer jokes. Oof, not the best, not the best. They're like, it's like someone who like kind of understands what funny is and they're getting close to it, but they just can't get there. Beta O'Dork. I mean, I'll be honest, of all of the the ones, that one's not bad for Beta O'Rourke, Beta O'Dork. That's kind of funny to say, but the thing is they always say these jokes angrily. Beta O'Dork, yeah, that's who he is. Just like, all right, come on, man. I'd rather you just try not. I'd rather you just not try to make the joke. I just say your point of view, because it just makes you look pretty corny, pretty boomery, and that's just not a great look. Not a great look on the internet. That's all. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm throwing out there. I know part of my audience conservatives. I'm kind of conservative myself. I'm not trying to alienate anybody that already likes me. Um, but yeah, maybe maybe just you know a few other ideas. A brainstorming session. You know, when you're insulting these guys, come up with a few other jokes. Few other jabs. Um, yeah, so Tulsi, Post Malone, and Everlast, how they don't fit into anything. Brian Callen, maybe, but he's been on that show so many times. Maybe it is just a technical thing, but so weird. So random that these Joe Rogan episodes just keep going. Like it's just why is it so controversial? And why the hell would Spotify have trouble keeping up content? Like I said, unless unless it's happened and I don't know about it. It's uh seems a little suspicious. It's a little questionable. I just don't know why why does an episode need to be taken down? The only thing I've ever taken down is I took one thing off of YouTube that was about the show Arcane where me and Vigilante Williamson were talking about it. And the only reason I did was because my channel's not that big. I don't have a lot of traffic. I don't have a lot of comments. By the way, Please like, subscribe, share the video, and comment down below and tell me what you think about Joe Rogan and his missing podcast episodes and about Luke's fleas. Tell me what you think about that. Um, but I just was sick of getting the negative. It was like getting negative tweets. You know what I mean? It was like uh, it was like just all all day. Like you know, three four times a week, I would just get some like really mean negative comment and i was just sick of seeing them quite honestly that was it that was the only reason i took it down not because i felt like the things i said needed to be oh i've learned and i've grown it was just i was sick of seeing the negative comments the only reason i did it so like if joe said or did things or has like a different perspective on like things from the way it was i mean okay i I can understand that but did you have to take it down like is that necessary i i just don't I just don't understand that. Maybe if you said something you really didn't. If you were drunk, (laughs) and I have been on the air, and I, it's usually fine. There's a few out there I'm not too crazy about. I'm sure I said some really controversial things. Uh, And if I ever get to a level where anyone gives a shit, uh, maybe those things will come back to bite me. But I don't know. I just don't. I think it's just more interesting to contextualize them, right? Like Rogan, someone put out like a supercut of him dropping the N-bomb. And then he put out a video explaining it. And that's way more interesting. You know, I just, I don't know. Like I'm not Rogan. 
I respect Rogan. I like him a lot. He's done, like I said, a lot of great things for the con- for the, for the conversation. But in general, um, I just don't know why he takes those things down. So whatever he's allowed to do, whatever he wants to do, Joe does not need my blessing. Unlike uh, what the Expanse geeks, they're giving out your blessing. Joe, I give you my blessing. You can take down episodes, okay? You have my blessing. You have my permission to do it. See, isn't that annoying? Who the hell do I, who the hell do I think you are? Saying what I can and can't do in a tweet, in a podcast. Ridiculous. AOC wants to sell her Tesla. <laughs> now, this is coming from the Daily Wire, so I don't know. I like the Daily Wire sometimes. I like Candace Owens sometimes. Sometimes. I don't know. There was like, let's say there was a little period in history where I did enjoy her. Since that period passed, I didn't really go back and check out Candace because I think she's a badass. I think she like that her going against Congress and talking about white supremacy was really gangster. Hardcore. And she definitely doesn't fit into their narrative because she grew up poor. She's a black woman. All that type of thing. Like I said earlier, one of those types of, you know, doesn't fit the mold kind of people. Love it. Um, but at the same time, man, these pundits, man, these, these when you're a, when you're a, a side pundit, like there's a few things I don't like about those people. A, you kind of already know what they're going to say. You kind of already know. Like, it's, it was fun to watch Shapiro pwn libs, you know, in some kind of a compilation at colleges. It was funny, you know, because he could debate. And, well, you know, he can talk fast. And he can really kind of put you on your ass. He's got, like, you know, I don't know. Like, he's not, he's not a lawyer. Is he a lawyer? Was he a lawyer? Or is that his wife? I think he was a lawyer. I don't know. Um, and uh, it, so that was fun for a time. But then it goes away. And the thing about also, like, pundits and conservatives are really bad at this i don't know why i'm beating up on conservatives today but i am you take your licks take your licks conservatives uh they never admit they're wrong it's so boring they don't do the thing that joe does where he kind of talks about like his perspective and says where he no no they're never wrong about anything ever it's like i saw this thing like on prager U one time and it was like actually the republican party has always been on there it's like oh for christ's sake man are you trying to tell me that if you're a republican that's some sort of gilded moral cloak that you have and now you're just on the good team go fuck yourself it's so boring even if that were true don't say it out loud no one needs to say that Tom Brady's the greatest of all time. He just is. He did, and he. I'm sorry. Not, no, Tom Brady doesn't need to say it. He doesn't need to say it. We know. So it's like when you say things about yourself or your side, we're the best. It's like, well, it, that's probably not true. Because if you were, you wouldn't have to say it. Just so corny and so ugh, boring. Don't love it. Um, so you know these like Daily Wire things. I kind of take with a grain of salt because I'm like, uh, I mean, this is this is what you do. You know, I don't even know if this is true. But anyway. A lot of asides, a lot of tangents today, you know, it should be called the Tangent for Podcast. Hey. Uh, AOC wants to sell her Tesla after Elon Musk teased her online. If that's true, that is hilarious, dude. That's pretty funny. <laughs> like, she's just like, no, well, I'll just sell my Tesla then. I'll go get the Nissan Leaf. <laughs> it's pretty funny. She's <laughs> stewing. Oh, I, I heard Audi's got an electric car. I'll just get that one. Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez now wants to sell her Tesla following a Twitter dispute with tech billionaire Elon Musk last month. The socialist darling brought a Model 3 Tesla back in 2020, which now sell for about $47,000. But after Musk teased her online, she's singing a different tune. At this time, it was the only electric vehicle that could get me from New York to Washington on like one and a half charges. AOC, I would love to switch. He's a billionaire. I could care less what he thinks. What a ridiculous thing to say. So anyone who accrues a billion dollars, once they cross that line, their insight, their thoughts, their wisdom, no longer valid, according to AOC. Why? Why? What an arbitrary... I'm fascinated. I would love to hear what billionaires think. They've accrued multiple billions of dollars and by the way he's not just a billionaire he's the billionaire he's the richest man in the world according to the reports that report on those things i don't personally believe it but that's what they say they say he's the richest man in the world 
you're not you don't find that he might offer insight onto things he wasn't born a billionaire he turned into a billionaire he created himself starting all these different companies or whatever people want oh, you know he didn't start any of them you know he didn't actually you know he didn't. oh god elon musk, musk critics are like the most annoying people on the planet you know actually his family is their blood diamonds and and did you know that tesla he didn't even start that space oh my god shut your boring face man it's just so ad hominem. It's like, all right, whatever. Okay, fine. Even if all that's true, I don't care. He's still a fascinating guy. He's still getting people to Mars. He's like the first private space company. He's got the it's like a revolutionary electric car. People forget electric cars were defunct for a very long time. Elon Musk made it possible. I love Elon Musk. I love him. Stop saying bad things about Elon. I can't take it. It's not very nice. Leave Elon alone. Um. But it's just people's criticisms are so fucking annoying. And this whole thing, I don't care what he thinks. He's a billionaire. What is that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Uh, Ocasio-Cortez bought her Model 3 to travel between Washington, blah, blah, blah. Ditch it last month. Must, must tease the far left representative after, look at them doing the same shit. Although she is admittedly far left. After she complained online about billionaires for the umpteenth time. Oh, ew. Oh, right. She's, oh, right. Musk said, stop hitting on me. I'm really shy, which was pretty funny. That's a pretty funny thing to say because she said something dumb like, you know, people who don't like me, they just want to bang me or so, something to that effect. I'm paraphrasing, but it's just like hilarious. It's like, really? It couldn't just be that you're insufferable and you, you're trying to propose a 90% tax on people? Okay, Mao. Stalin, No. It couldn't be that. It's that they want to fuck you, which I'm sure many of them would, but that has nothing to do with why they're criticizing you. And so when Elon says that to her, I think that's pretty funny. Stop hitting on me. I'm shy. Um, if Republicans are mad, right, she said that. They want to date me, blah, blah, blah. It's starting to get old. Now, this isn't an article. See this I'm talking about. This should be a tweet. This isn't an article. It's not worthy of a whole... Uh, on your website but that's the thing too about the daily wire when i first it was like so much content so much clickbait so i I followed them on facebook and then my entire facebook feed was just all daily wire i was like whoa 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 i don't care i don't understand people this will be my last point then i'm gonna go i don't understand people who politics all day long doesn't that make you insane like and i don't care I i mean like the type of people like my mom was staying with a woman during the lockdowns who, as soon as this woman woke up in the morning, CNN, right on, as soon as they wake up, and then it's on all day long. No wonder people are anxious, nervous wrecks that are constantly at war with each other. You're, you're activating that intellectual, combative, politics side of your brain all day long. You don't take a break. You don't pull back for even just a little while. That can't be good for you. And also, same thing with me and my mom, mom again. Uh, we, were, we checked into a hotel uh, at uh, Fredericksburg. And in the lobby, nice old woman, very sweet, cute little hotel. Fox News, in the lobby. Now I have to engage with this. And like you're like also it's like putting up a flag. Like, That's what we think around here. It's like, why can't we just be neighbors? Can't we just say hi and whatever and deal with the politics like on our own time? It's like now you're forcing every single person that walks in there to engage with this. Ugh, that's so uncomfortable. Now, what do I say something in agreeance or, or if I say if I disagree, is it going to get awkward? Are you not going to bring me my ice bucket? I need my ice bucket. I think I stole that high pitched thing from Chris Stefano, but I don't care. I'm keeping it Chrissy Day. I love Chris. He's doing really well right now. Speshy Weshy on Netflix. Check it out. Um, I just think it's funny. So I'm stealing it. I'm stealing your essence. Because it's funny. Uh, I don't know. That's just that type of stuff, man. That's just... Whew. I need to take a break sometimes. You know, I think I need to take a break from podcasts and stuff like that. Don't you take a break. You listen to all my stuff. Check out Foulball Productions. Watch every podcast I do. Never turn it off. But sometimes, just even podcast, even comedy, like it's just too much, too much info, too much thinking, too much intellectualizing, too much arguing. Sometimes you just need to chill, man. Just go for a walk. Pet your fat cat. You know what I mean? Smoke a cigar, which I'm going to go do right now. Just went to the cigar vault on Cesar Chavez in Austin, Texas. 
and uh, damn fine cigars there, and I bought myself one, and I'm going to go walk around my complex and smoke a cigar. I thank you very much for watching this episode. I haven't streamed solo in a very long time, so I was a little nervous going into this. I thank you very much for watching this whole thing, if you did make it, and I hope that you did. If you're hearing this, you did. Uh, MFR Podcast, Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Apple and iTunes, both of them, anywhere you get it, and also the visual. Going to be here every week. I don't know what day yet. Hopefully Wednesday. I'm going to figure it out. It's going to be challenging. But thank you guys so much for watching. I really appreciate you. Hope you support this new endeavor. We all miss Vidge. I miss Vidge. I love Vidge, but there's no more Vidge on YouTube for now. But there is a Matt from Foulball Productions. So thank you very much for watching this. You have a lovely, lovely day, and I'll see you all in the next episode. Bye.